Hey guys, welcome back to the reality show show show. Uh, of course, this is the show where we talk about the reality show show. Uh, with me, your host, Greggy, and then we've also got Chanson here as well. Chanson. Hi. Yeah, and uh, this is like our maybe fourth or fifth run through. I don't know. You guys at home know what we're talking about, but what we do is we just go through the, every episode of Reality Show Show. When we get to the end, we start over at number one again, and uh, we've just been doing that in all of the time since the show's been off, right? We record an episode a day, and it's it's been several years, and we haven't gotten bored with it yet, so it's going great. Yeah, and we only record or we record one a day, but we only uh, actually release one a week. It's surprising we're getting to this in the backlog, but uh, here we are. Uh, this week we listened to Reality Show Show episode twenty five, featuring Hayes Davenport, Sean Clements, and Brian Schechter, and uh, mostly we tried to sort of ape the uh, format of reality show show where uh, we have a little bit at the beginning, then we bring the guest in and we talk to the guest for a little bit. But this week we were like, what the heck? Let's just bring Andy. We've got Andy niece here and we've got to bring him in right at the beginning. Hey, Andy. Hey guys. Reality show shows, mega superstar me on the <laughs> mic. <laughs> pretty exciting. Pretty big get for you guys. So congratulations. Looking forward to a fun show. Well, you were a, an early adopter of a reality show show, weren't you? Um, I, I, so, you know, I actually recently went back to like see because I thought that too. I thought like, oh man, like I was on the forums early. I was like supporting these guys, even though like no one was really listening to their show. But I don't think I really hopped in until like episode maybe seven or eight. Uh, so, so Valerie really the, definitely the tail end of it. Then. <laughs> yeah, it was Ouch. almost over at that point, really. <laughs> Um, Valerie's like maybe the first post ever on the forum. So she's like the true super fan. So I'm, I, I don't know. I'm second banana, I guess at, at best, there's plenty of other people though that I'm sure can claim, you know, that they're in on even more of the ground floor than I was. I started listening really, really early. I, I think the third one was the, the first one I listened to, but I didn't start posting until much later. Yeah, it was the same for me. I think I may have listened since it started, but I don't think I like even thought to post things on about it until later on. Of course, what everybody comes to the show for is mostly just, you know, talk about a forum. <laughs> uh, but <Yeah. laughs> but we also like to talk about other stuff. I mean, if Hayes and Sean aren't going to be doing these classic segments anymore, somebody's got to like you can't just leave this behind. You know, it's so good. Uh, so we love to do the reality show show segments. Um, and last week we did a tanks, but no tanks this week. Hey, we got to bring it back one more time. Tanks, but no tanks. Because I saw a shark tank this last week that just knocked my socks off. I, Chanson, you loved this one, didn't you? It was truly amazing. Uh, the Australians really know how to do it with Shark Tank. And uh, we actually, a little little, uh, little insight into what goes on before the show. Andy Meese, was that, was that you, Andy, or was that you, Greggy, who brought up that the, uh, the fact that there are a lot of sharks in Australia, I think, really, really <laughs> helps make this show amazing because they really get what it's a, what the show's about. Oh, come on. That's a classic Andy Neese quip. You couldn't recognize it from the, the structure? <laughs> I have that thing where you don't know who's talking at any one time. I, I don't know. Oh, mouth blindness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Chanson and I are true reality TV heads. We watch everything, even... The shows in other countries. <laughs> and uh, so, of course, we saw this Shark Tank Australia. And uh, 
We had to bring it to you guys because it's just so good. Have you guys also seen like all those different versions of The Office where it's like Office Saudi Arabia and stuff? Hmm. No. The, the, the Office? Is it a reality show about working in an office? I think so. I mean, it feels real. Hmm. No, I haven't seen this one. Is it like Great British Bake Off or what? What are we talking here? <laughs> so, yeah, imagine like that, but instead of baking, it's like sort of like people get in sort of like somewhat awkward situations and then like look at the camera and go, I don't know. Ooh, I like the looking at the camera part. I like that a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I I think this could be a big hit in America. It is. Yeah, it's it's basically a reality show. You guys should check it out. Uh, I'm not sure if Hayes and Sean have ever talked about it, so that might disqualify it. But (laughs) they talk in all sorts of different languages and. Let's go ahead and end this bit. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> One thing I will say about people in other countries, they have a lot of different languages they talk in. Yeah, sometimes more than one in a whole in a country. Like sometimes different parts of the country have a different language. That sounds crazy to me, but I believe you. I do believe you. You know what? Actually, there is a. I think there's a Canadian English office and a Canadian uh like French off, like a French Canadian office. I think they might. Those crazy too. Canadians are always up to stuff. What are they going to think of next? Who knows? <laughs> okay, but uh, cool. You guys, you're having a great time together. You're you really got to rein me in, Greggy. You uh, got to rein me in. No, going to go wild. I love this conversation you guys are having, and I feel rude to break into the middle of it. But we've got to get to this great segment we've got. Um, so. On uh, Shark Tank Australia Season 3, Episode 7, they had this business called Fadis. And, uh, well, let me just kind of let them explain it to us. Oh, yeah. Fadis. Love it. (laughs) I'm Luke, and I'm 30 years old. I'm Chrissy. I'm 27, and we're a couple from Melbourne. And we've got a business that the sharks are going to love. We actually met online, um, and we've been dating for two years. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half, sorry. I actually made the first move. Chrissy made the first move. Yeah, I made the first move, yeah. When we met, we bonded over something really bizarre and it's given birth to this amazing business. We're actually the first business of our kind doing what we're doing in the whole world. There is no stopping us. We can take on the world and we want to be a global sensation. (laughs) Wow, I learned so much about their business. Andy, are you you excited for their business and their relationship? (laughs) I just wish I knew who made the first move. (laughs) <laughs> who do you who do you who do you think made the first move if you had to guess uh i forget their name i want to say her name was sheila but i don't i think that's just australian <laughs> oh, slang for Andy. A, a, a lady yeah no it was chrissy of course <laughs> oh that's right the guy i don't remember it wasn't his chris name. and sheila yeah okay it was it was chrissy and luke Oh, thank you, Chanson. Okay. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so, of course, uh, that was a bit of a joke on my part. Uh, they didn't actually say what their business was there. Uh, but they actually do that on Shark Tank US as well. Like, the first part, they, like, keep you in suspense on what this business is going to be. They just show these people at, at home or whatever. But they make this business sound crazy. Like, there's nothing else like it in the world so far. Not nothing like it in the entire world. I think uh, I think I think Luke said I, I have a quote written down from Luke and he said, quote, we're doing really cool new things in a cool new way. End quote. That's how he introduced it. So I, think, I mean, <laughs> maybe he means in the bedroom. Oh, my God. You got to spice it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Especially. I don't know. This couple. Um, <laughs> doing they, a lot of weird and unique things. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get to that later, but here we go. Here, let me get play the second clip. Yeah, I, I remember that part that you mentioned, Chanson. Uh, I just kind of cut that out for uh, brevity's sake um, because I'm trying to... I, I ended up with 12 clips from this episode, <laughs> so uh, I don't know how... There were so many good ones. There yeah, were so exactly. many good ones. Are you guys okay? Like, Chanson, Chanson thought that line was so good that he wrote it down, and Greggy completely cut it out from the clip, like... Is there some feuding going on between you guys? I told you before we started, I didn't want to talk about this on the show, Andy. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to play this clip because I'm, <laughs> I don't want to talk about All this All right, anymore. let's hope. Okay. Hi, Sharks. I'm Luke. And I'm Chrissy. And we're Foddies. We're seeking $100,000 for 10% of our business. 
food allergies and intolerances are on the rise. For those who don't know, low FODMAP is food that's suitable for people with a range of stomach issues, like fructose malabsorption, irritable bowel syndrome, and a few other conditions. Foddy's is a specialty food brand that produces a range of low FODMAP, gluten-free, and other allergy-friendly packaged products. We distribute delicious, easy to digest food, and we also own and operate a retail outlet and cafe in Melbourne. Domestically, the gluten-free market is worth $100 million. Now, the low FODMAP market is a little bit newer, so dollar figures don't exist just yet, but our vision is to be the largest specialty food brand in the world. That's ambitious. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you got to be careful when you're making health claims around Glenn Richards, right, Chanson? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. You do not want to get in on in his, like, in his radar with the health claims because well, he will a, destroy you. Yeah, he's a world-renowned veterinary surgeon. I think the show sold him as Dr. Glenn Richards' pet care visionary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a lot of that stuff you can actually apply to humans. I mean, it's basically the same thing. You know, you just open it up, it looks exactly the same, works the same. It, so That's he got doctor. super rich by, like, doing, like, surgery on dogs and stuff? <laughs> like, is that... Is that what happened with this guy? I, I think he started well, yeah. like a pet pet care chain. Well, but of course. I yeah. assume that most of his business is, is doing like open heart surgery on dogs. Is just like pulling tennis ball fragments out of dogs' butts <laughs> and then like getting like big paychecks for it. Yeah, but he's also the <laughs> founder and former CEO of Green Cross, which we all know is Australia's largest pet care company. So, yeah, he's, got a, he's got a few bucks. Green for the tennis balls. <laughs> ah, that's fun. And Isn't then, a green cross here? Isn't that weed? I don't know if you guys would know oh, anything Andy. about that. <laughs> are, are you accusing Dr. Dr. Uh, Glenn Richards of, of, of also selling marijuana on the side? It might be. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how things work front. down there. Or maybe he's marijuana like for dogs. Pet. Is he a crunchy sort of dude? Yeah, he's kind of the crunchiest one, I would say, out of the <laughs> Australian sharks. I would say he's like the most granola. Yeah. Okay. Well, you never know. And then, of course, a different culture. Yeah, you don't want to be getting into all this theoretical new markets around Janine Alice. Oh God, Janine! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, she took a trip to California and brought back the idea of freshly squeezed juices and smoothies. Uh, with her, <laughs> they didn't have that in Australia. Yeah, yet. yeah. She she made a company called uh, Boost Juice Bars. So of course she was able to make this whole new market, but you don't, you can't make uh, lightning strike twice, you know. It doesn't strike twice. Not the same place. <laughs> I don't think like, like Singapore, but not Australia. I said that lightning doesn't strike in the same place twice. <laughs> it's not. No. Lightning does strike twice. No, like I've seen no. that's happened. No, no, <laughs> no Andy, I don't think. Oh, it does. Okay. Well, maybe that's Here, in here's Australia. the thing. You you been. must have misunderstood what I said because I I said you can't make <laughs> lightning strike once twice. You can make lightning strike once. Oh, We've you can make it. Back I see. To the future, but you can't do it twice. Ben Franklin, our nation's first president, did that. <laughs> yeah. Is That's the is did. the implication that you make it strike once and then you're dead? I'll get to with Janine and then I'll get back to you on that. I'm not 100 okay. percent sure on yeah, that let's one. Let's hear what she. We might get some Janine's insight from what she has to say here. But I mean, she is you know just huge in Australia, so much so that even Chanson and I know about her. Right now, I would say I'm kind of a, I'm teeter tottering. I could see it going both ways on this. Like, they could get a tanks, they could get a no tanks. I'm just not sure. Fun fact about what I thought at the beginning of this: I thought that they were mispronouncing foodies. Oh, I yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't know if that was like a thing I should know, and if I was hearing it right. <laughs> like that's a thing that happens a lot. Like where you have to play like, is that slang or is that a thing I don't know yet? I think it was probably was like a play on foodies, but then their thing is also low FODMAP, which I also did not write down what that is, but <laughs> it's like a food allergy thing. I mean, I know Chrissy has fructose malabsorption and she's also lactose intolerant. I don't know if those are part of it or not, but I assume that they are. So um, what you all have in front of you is our tomato relish with some corn chips to try. So that is uh, low FODMAP, so no onion, no garlic. It's gluten-free. It's also dairy-free. That's good for you, Steve. Okay, now. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, so 
I almost didn't want to include this one because it was just a little too mean, but I mean, geez, oh, Pete's when you get the, you know, author, blogger, entrepreneur, and LinkedIn influencer with over 1.2 million followers. LinkedIn influencer. Naomi Simpson, like, you know, getting in there with, uh, you know, entrepreneur and investor Steve Baxter. Here's the thing. I'm I'm America's top veterinary scientist, and here's the thing I know about sharks. They don't just take a bite of the seal or whoever you know is coming into their into their tank. Sometimes they take a bite out of each other. <laughs> that is true. Oh wow! And this is a feeding frenzy. That's all I can say about <laughs> it. Um, I mean, all the sharks the on this panel frenzy. are just you know rail thin, so. It, it seems a little weird to take a old Steve doesn't like to uh, eat healthy, but Naomi's there to <laughs> Naomi's there to nudge him in the right direction. Yeah, I wonder if maybe he has something in his past, like he used to be a larger guy and he's trying to slim down or something, or I don't know. They they don't say well, that. That would on be the especially show. hurtful if Naomi was saying that kind of thing to him. If he had some demons, right, if, he had, exactly. if he struggle, if he has a history of struggling with that. But these sharks, it's like. They're, they're, you know, they're investing their own money. So it's like they're also competing with each other here. So I think they do anything they can to get into each other's heads. Yeah, it's true. Sometimes I mean, they don't. Sometimes they take a bite out of each other. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think it's true. You know, I've heard, I've heard that before, and I'm not sure where, but I, I think that probably really from like a here. like a veterinary science book or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's probably true. Probably like a genius or something. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Luke. Well done. That was $100,000 for 10%, so you're valuing your company at around a million bucks. That's correct, yeah. Exactly a million dollars. Exactly. Nice round figure. That's terrific. And uh, it was Chrissy? Yes, correct. And are you two related in some way? No, we are partners. We're boyfriend and girlfriend right. partners. I'm okay. glad so we're not partners. related. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, I, hope, I, I don't think we are. You're not related, but you're having relations. I get it. That's, That's correct. okay. Yeah. Oh, hey, Oh, um, yeah. Now, I don't think you could get away with that in the U.S. No <laughs> way. We hate sex here in the United States. We wouldn't even dare to, to insinuate that people that are related could be, you know, getting together romantically. Yeah. I, well, with Game of Thrones these days, who knows? But that's like, they, they wouldn't allow that on basic cable, like maybe HBO, but not anything like... Right. They, even the, HBO the would, would have be to, like, tiptoe, yeah. you know... <laughs> But that's why you got Andrew Banks on the show because you know he's he's been an HR and <laughs> executive. He's an HR professional. Whoa! Yeah. No wonder he's so rich. Yeah, for, for more than a decade, you know he's helping companies search for new executives and stuff. Uh, so he knows exactly where that line is, you know, and he toes right up to it. Believe me, but he won't go past it. <laughs> yeah, as an HR guy, he's made, he like makes a pretty. Uh pretty body jokes here yeah well he also started his career as an actor so he, uh, he can deliver those jokes <laughs> he's got yeah that timing he, he knows when a joke's gonna land just he has that instinct through yeah. acting i mean there's what he knows people he knows people as an actor he knows people as a hiring professional he just knows everything there is to know about people so he gets he gets the people who are who are proposing their businesses to him. He also gets audience, and I think that's why he's really the standout on this show. When you got that HR money, like, who cares? You you know what? Like, just say whatever you want. Like, that's what I would do if I was making as as like an HR professional. I'd say whatever the hell I wanted. <laughs> but yeah. it's also good. I'm like... glad I interrupted you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the editors also put it in there. Just because at the beginning with that, uh, you know, the, the opening segment where you kind of got to know them, they didn't ever say, you know, they didn't make it seem like they were like a couple, but they never actually said whether or not they were brother and sister. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so they're both they're both sing songy enough that I can see them being raised in the same household. Yeah, they're both like a little too like saccharine sweet to like have like developed that on their own. It can only be like through being like raised in that way that that happened. I think. Well, I wonder if it's because they both have some kind of stomach issue, right? So maybe that is somehow affecting their personality as well. <laughs> like it, cause if they can't eat gluten or whatever, and then they all, that also means that like you're, you're extra dipper. 
Like I said, guys, there's 12 of these clips, so we just got to get through them. Here we all go. All right, Leo, let's blast through them. I tried all those meals. Yes. Uh, they're great. I, you know, if you hadn't told me they were low FODMAP uh, food, I, I would have just eaten them and said that was, that was good food. You know, that's a great sign uh, from Dr. Glenn. He's on board, seems like. Uh, so it seems He's a like doctor. Yeah, and they're on their way to a th tanks, I think. I mean, it's looking good for them, right? G'day, g'day, Chrissy, Chrissy, Chrissy and Luke, I'm Steve, g'day, how are you going? Well, thank you. You're from Melbourne, obviously, yeah, aren't correct. you, right? Yes, correct. Um, this is the first time I've heard of FODMAP. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to downplay the condition, and please don't take it that way, right? As these people here will also tell you, I'm, I'm not the biggest believer in, in health food causes, and I think they're a bunch of fad rot at the best of times. Yep. But um, are you trying to create a whole new category of food? Or does this category of food already exist? It exists at a smaller scale than what we're trying to build. We, we, see, we see lots of businesses. First non-low minor FODMAP business ever. Yep. yep. But we've seen gluten-free before. What percentage of the population has a FODMAP issue? Just, just talk me through it because I don't believe this exists as a category. So estimates range between one in five to one in three. Now, personally, oh, I think please. the one in three. So I'm sorry. Okay, let's just let's just let's just sanity check yep. a 20 to 33 percent number. Yep. 20 to 33 percent of the people. That's more than bloody diabetes for crying out loud. But Steve, obesity levels are up to 50, 60 percent in some parts of Australia. Oh, I'm sorry. But so it'd be like, it'd be something's like, going wrong. It'd be like Walking Dead. You'd, you'd walk outside in the middle of FODMAP people walking around everywhere. Yeah, but quite helping with FODMAP is people sometimes don't even realise. That's what happened to me until I met Chrissy, and my irregular bowel movements were. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Until Luke met Chrissy, he didn't know why he was having the horrible irregular bowel movements. <laughs> Until he met Man. his girlfriend, it was just constant diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> they were so irregular and so horrible. You know, I almost wonder, like, are they really in love? Because maybe he just met this woman, she fixed his diarrhea, and now he feels like he has to be with her, you know? Someone needs to like send him like a like. I wish one of the sharks like slipped him a note and was like, "Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Do you need help?" Did she notice that he was shitting a lot, or was it a kind? Did he like open up to her, or was it a kind of thing where it was like, "Oh yeah, I, I shit an average amount, you know, like eighty to ninety times a day," and then she's like, "Uh oh, that's that's not right," and he's like, "Uh oh," <laughs> he's like, "Really? I haven't I haven't been able to hold a job for years because I'm constantly shitting." I think when you're close like these two, when you're having relations, you get to know each other's, uh, you know, what's going on in the bathroom as well. After two and a half years, that, that mystery's gone. You know, you're you're shitting with the door open. Mm -hmm. You're shitting at the same time. Yeah, you know she's not your sister. <laughs> and you're in your his and her toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was really long, but I had to include that last part there. <laughs> All right, so, so I, I have an onion, and 30 seconds later, I start farting. If I have too many cherries, I get diarrhea. Is, is there a cherry problem? I have an issue with certain foods. That is not, that is not a condition. It's probably called the human condition, to be honest, all right? On that basis, I, I won't be investing. I don't believe in it. I'm out. Damn. It sounds like this the this shark has an issue with shitting too. Like maybe he needs a girl like Chrissy. He just hasn't met the right woman yet. It sounds like you say he named all these things that make him shit a lot. It's like you should be able to eat like cherries. That's not that's a pretty normal thing to eat. I think. Yeah. Well, the problem is he's got a low FODMAP person in his life, but it, it is his sister. So. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. And she, yeah. So he's really good they just players. can't make it work, you know. <laughs> uh, but I just wanted to actually say, sorry, Steve, I was just kidding. I mean, I know you are married and a proud father of an 18-month-old daughter. So I, I apologize for that one. It was just for jokes for the podcast. It's so weird that that guy's thing is like being like anti-health food. Like, yeah. What the, like, what, it seems like it's not a thing to really take a stand against, but hey, what do I know? I'm just some guy that makes an average salary. I'm not a make a rich Australian shark or anything. I, yeah, Andy, I, don't, I mean, until you're a tech startup pioneer like Steve Baxter, which is exactly <laughs> what the show called him, um, I, I think I think you really have to like hold your time. I know. Yeah, this. I can't. I can't speak to it. I'm, I apologize. I'm out of line. And yeah, so that was their first no tank. So. 
Uh, but there's still four more sharks in the pool. Who knows? In the pool? Yeah, these sharks, sharks are in the pool. In pool. I will say that. Is it called the shark pool over there? Okay, the tank. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were getting to give me a hard time. Like, they're, they're not in the ocean, but there'd be way more sharks than that in the ocean. Oh, yeah. Or I hope at least it's a saltwater pool or else <laughs> they could die. Cool. Break the business down for me. So you've got a cafe. What does that turn over the cafe? Uh, so this financial year, it's 80% of the revenue we've generated to date, which is $130,000. Explain the other parts of your business then. Sure. So the 80% is the cafe. 10% of the business this financial year um, are the ready-made meals. Um, and the remaining 10%, that is the wholesale that we're selling out of the store. $130,000 in a cafe, in any cafe, is not a good result. It's not like a, oh my God. I, I mean, I can I can speak to because I do work with pricing in Australian dollars, and I can say that at current exchange rates, that's about eighty grand, and that's before any costs that oh, they wow. might have. So, so that's really not <laughs> yeah. very much yeah. at that's all. That's like barely enough to sustain it, I assume. I mean, I would I would guess that even if they they have really 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 good margins, they're maybe pulling twenty grand out of that in in any kind of oh. like money that they can use to su- support themselves. Yeah, so that's kind of rough. I mean, they've got a good point there. I don't know. The the, t- the scales are starting to fall away from our friends Chrissy and Luke, I think. There's blood in the water, folks. <laughs> I do want to thank you very much for educating me. Sure. <laughs> and I am absolutely of the mind that you are inspirational to a whole bunch of people for coming here and having a go and also inspirational in the, in the diets you're putting together. Thank you. But this is really niche. And, and for me, I'm, I, I can't see an investment. Unfortunately, I'm out. Sure. Thank you for Thank your time. You. That's Dr. Glenn. He's yeah, he's no, the he health guy. So him. he flips it on him. <sighs> it's just sad. I mean, you would think that a guy like Dr. Glenn would know about low FODMAP stuff, though. <laughs> I bet he's treating animals day in and day out that are constantly shitting and they don't know why. And then he's like, "Oh, it's your FODMAP thing that you have." Uh, and it's so sad because I mean, these are household names. Uh, Dr. Glenn Richards, come on. The Dr. Glenn Richards. He's been on the show since season two, and it's season three wow. now, so come on. Get with the program. That's pretty good. That's two seasons. Yeah. That's more seasons than I've been on, that's for sure. I have two golden rules in investing. You know, my my money is a bit like soldiers. I like them to come back. You've probably heard that before. But, I mean, generally, I, I, I can't get away from these two issues, barriers to entry and scalability. And for that reason, I'm out. You know, you always hope in this episode, you know, I hope Andrew will come in with his catchphrase about the soldiers and he sends it out. He hopes they come no, back. No, he stole that from, from Mr. Wonderful. He stole oh, that my from, God. Uh, are you kidding me? That's what he said. That's what, uh, what's his real Kevin, uh, Kevin O'Leary, of not course. Not Eubanks. Yeah, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Eubanks is Jay Leno's guitar guy. I would love to see him on Shark Tank, actually. <laughs> He's probably got a pretty good amount. Of, imagine Jay Leno. Well, they already had, um, uh, what's his name? Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, Jeff Foxworthy. On, He's on, on Shark Tank. I could see Jay Leno in there, too. He's got all that, that car money. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's what Kevin. That's what Kevin O'Leary says. But the guy like was like, it's so common and everybody knows it so well. He didn't even finish it. He just said, "I like my money is like soldiers. I like them to. I like it to come back. Like that's not the." Kevin O'Leary says, "I like it's like soldiers. I want it to come back and have more soldiers with it at the end of the day, or something like that." Which is not well, exactly I, how soldiers work. But he's <laughs> I mean, I think man, I don't. Not, Andy, not, a, again, not I don't, a general. I don't know, Andy. I mean, I think Andrew Banks, uh, who the show sells as a global entrepreneur, but we know is an HR professional. I think, you know, I think if I'm not mistaken, he did the hiring for the Vietnam War. So he's had soldiers go and not come back. I mean, I I don't know, but that's what I've read about him. And he's really thought about that. And it really, it really, you know, it, it was it really awoke something in him. So he now he can really speak to that, I think. And I know this well, version I'm of Shark Tank so has only been on for three seasons, but do we know for sure that Kevin O'Leary didn't steal that catchphrase from uh, Andrew? We Baxter? don't know. I mean, this that guy's ruthless. Like he could be just going around taking catchphrases, taking 
like who knows what he's up to yeah like his nickname mr wonderful is actually ironic i mean he's not actually (laughs) wonderful he's actually a mean jerk (laughs) Uh, let's not say anything too crazy chanson but yeah he, he kind of is a little cutthroat uh, but then the numbers don't add up for Janine. She has to drop out too. So that's it. Five sharks say no thank, no tanks. I'm sorry. I apologize. This um, is looking like a big no tanks. It is. I mean, when all the sharks go out, that looks that's like usually a big how we know, right? <laughs> no it yeah. starts. You start to think that maybe it's not going to work out once they're all gone. Yeah. Like you think, hmm, this could not. This could be going south. These guys just couldn't make it. Uh, but. Hey, I've got another clip, so I might as well play it. Let's, sure. Let's play it. Good luck, Tom. Good luck. Thank you for your time. Don't Keep give going. up. Keep it's going. early days. You'll get there. Good luck. Sorry, I will say as well, we are entering a stronger period. Like last year, the, the summer months and the autumn months were our best period. So I think that it will be growing quite significantly. You don't know, no, you're fantastic. <laughs> I think the numbers just aren't solid enough for me. Definitely no. You've got time. <laughs> Did you ever sell real estate? No. One of those auctions where is this the last bid? Are you absolutely sure? It is a big opportunity. Domestically, the gluten-free market is worth $100 million. Uh, People didn't really know anything about gluten-free 15 years ago. That's where we are with low FODMAP today. We know that at least 100 people in the US would buy our product, because 100 people in the US have said to us, we need your product here. Someone came down from Norway, she couldn't speak English, it took her three days to find the shop, but she finally got there and she loved it. Amazing. We, We want the help. You're made for this kind of thing. 40%, 100,000. Oh! Uh, Janine, I think we'd absolutely yep, love to partner with you. Oh my goodness, we got a deal! Uh, uh, <laughs> Janine, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Very excited. I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Did not These see sharks that are the most such pushovers. I can't believe it. Like, because a, a lady from Norway wanted to go to their store, this lady gave them a hundred thousand dollars. Australia is really far from Norway. I will say that. That. I mean, it's it's basically the other side of the world. A hundred people in the United States that want it too. <laughs> it's a huge market. <laughs> well, it isn't so much the details as it is just that never give up spirit. You know, that's what I brought him back so. in. I think, as far as I know, and of course, I've seen every episode of this show. I don't think they've <laughs> ever come back in after all five sharks were out. And I can definitely, I mean, not to interrupt you, Greggy, but I can definitely say that there is no other reason why they brought them back in. I, I will, I am confident that there is no other reason Absolutely why they brought them not. in. And of <clears> course, <throat> you know, we're not allowed to add anyone to the Hall of Game Changers. Um, we're not Hayes. We're not Sean. Um, <laughs> we can't do that, but we would no, like to no, add, we can't. yeah, we would like to add Chrissy and Luke to the Hall of Game Changers Jr., uh, which, of course, <laughs> we maintain every episode. You know, we're always on the lookout for new members of the Hall of Game Changers Jr. A lot of shows that uh, the junior version is when they have kids on, but that's not actually the like, case on yeah. reality show, show, Although show. There are several members of Junior Master Chef that are in the Hall of Junior Game Changers. Oh, but yeah. That's, Shane the it, Train. That's, it's not related, though. <laughs> It's yeah. not because they're junior, though. It's it's just because they were game changers. Yeah, and guys, them in. we fucking get it. Okay, we don't need to keep explaining it. We understand it's the junior Hall of Junior Game Changers, and it doesn't mean that they're babies. We're all. Okay, I mean, okay, okay. wow. Andy, well, I know we should have just we should have just said it like that. Shit. You've heard every episode, but maybe someone who's listening, this is their first time hearing reality show, show, show. Uh, I don't know why I, you would I jump in how. on episode, you know, 200 or whatever we're on, but it is possible. It's just that you guys explain it every time. And I think us fans, we, we're we starting to understand, like, oh, after, yeah. like, at least after 150 explanations, like, you start to pick it up. Um, so, yeah, they made it. They they got their money. They're a they lot got the biggest, the biggest honor of all. They're on the hall. Yeah, this the shark invested $100,000 into their company that made, you know, $80,000 last year or something like that. Uh, but yeah, so the, they made it uh, and nothing could possibly top that clip. But I still have Absolutely one more nothing. just in case. 
<laughs> okay, well, it's good to, it's good to be safe, but. Uh, just one more thing, if I could. Oh, hang on. Oh. oh. <laughs> Chrissy. <laughs> oh. Without this, without you, none of this would be possible. Uh, I can't even imagine a life without you. Um, frankly, I don't want to. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Chrissy. Oh, my God. Oh. Chrissy. <laughs> That's a first. Oh, my goodness. Will you marry me? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Oh, Chanson. How can you say that? Oh, Chanson. No, you probably forgot. Earlier they said they are not related. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Oh, um, okay, okay, my bad. I thought I was, okay. Right, okay. No, no, I, yeah, I see where I was wrong here. Yep, nope, yep. I wonder if now that Shark wants to, like, take take back her bid because if she really was giving them money because she liked that the guy wouldn't take no for an answer it, it wasn't that he wasn't going to take no it's just that he really wanted to propose and he couldn't do it after all the sharks backed out well i guess he could have like in the the hallway where the the host is uh, interviewing them he could have gotten down on his knee while she was crying and asked her to marry him there i think these folks are the first ever two-time Hall of Game Changer juniors. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we have to induct them twice. <laughs> Wait, are they kids? They shouldn't get married if they're kids. Is that what junior means? <laughs> Andy! <laughs> what? <laughs> we just went over this. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't get it. Uh, but that actually was very sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, unironically, that sure. did uh, uh, make me very happy when that ended up happening at the end of the episode. And that is Tanks But No Tanks. They got the tank. I think we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk to Andy Meese. Oh, this is going to be good. Chanson! Hey, Chanson. Do we have an ad read today? What's a... Oh, never mind. Here I see it. Um, so this week, uh, Chanson and I want to talk to you about this show called Podcast for Wonderful, I guess. Uh, it's a podcast where this guy talks about podcasts, and he reviews them, and he's got his son on the show. He's 13. <laughs> That's a cute gimmick, I guess. Um, yeah, so go to podcastforwonderful.com and check out the show. Uh, looks like they have a Patreon as well. <laughs> yeah, they're on board with that. Go to donate to pod.win. Donate to P-A-W. What? Are they furries or something? I don't get it. Oh, Podcast for Wonderful. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I guess they're probably not... F- no, they probably are still furries, but... Maybe they're not, but it's Podcast for Wonderful. Yeah, donate to pod.win. Okay, go there and you can kick in some bucks to um, hear the backlog of their show that I guess is a thing you want for some reason. I don't know. Go check this out. Uh, bye. Chansons and Greggy. Chansons and Greggy. Okay, here we are. We're back, guys. Um, thanks so much for sticking We're through us, that, that break that we had. So this week, Andy, Chanson, and I listened to Reality Show Show, episode 25, featuring Hayes Davenport, Sean Clements, and Brian Schachter. And, uh, of course, you've been, you've been on board for all of these episodes we've done, <laughs> so you know what Reality Show Show is. But it was a show where Hayes and Sean... Uh, would talk about reality shows and they would bring in guests and they would talk about reality shows. They would play clips from the reality shows, kind of like we did a little earlier, you heard. Uh, and it was a great show. You may know Hayes and Sean from their current podcast. Uh, Andy, what is that show called? Uh, like Showbiz Handbook or something like that. Hollywood, yeah. Oh, Showbiz Hollywood, I think. Um, (laughs) The Showbiz Hollywood show. (laughs) And uh, that's a pretty good show, but they're still doing that, so we don't want to talk about that too much. Uh, You know, let's keep this clip train moving. I've got another clip for us. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah. This guy's got all the clips. 
But we're doing a whole light switch series this week, so um, uh, you know, hop on, watch it, watch up, watch it out. Because this uh, this is going to be around for a long time, so don't so don't rush to to get on Vine. But it's cool it's cool to be one of the the first. For one sure. of the first of something that's going to be big that people are definitely going to wait for the shit to load for the rest of their fucking lives. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I feel a little bad for Hayes and Sean for that one, uh, because of course Vine they, is they no were... more. Well, and I think they were wrong about Vine because Vine was huge. It was huge, but then, until it wasn't anymore. <laughs> right? Yeah, it ended. <sighs> it, it's it's tough when your you know your heroes get something so wrong. But <laughs> did Sean and Hayes kill Vine? That's a good question because they made it so popular, and then it couldn't live up to that anymore, or something. The hype. How, yeah, how did, I mean, it's like it? it's like a cat that's like you know it. it it, you know, it catches the mouse, but it doesn't kill it right away. It plays with it a little bit. I think that's what Sean and Hayes are doing to Vine. Mm-hmm. People just didn't know how to top all their vines where it was like Hayes was looking at something and then it was actually something else. Yeah. Like people didn't know how to sort of that you couldn't do better than that. So it was kind of like people just stopped uploading videos for a couple of years and then they decided it wasn't worth it anymore and they just shut it down. <laughs> and they really nailed <laughs> Like Vine and like the four jokes that were on Vine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they got all of them. <laughs> also, the thing about it taking forever to load, which is very true, is like that it it would just not work right, and it only had to load six seconds worth of video. So like, well, you guys know how like people always talk about millennials wanting everything now and like being kind of obsessed with immediacy and stuff. But I think that Vine kind of proves that that's not true because millennials <laughs> were willing to sit there and wait for Vine, Vines to load for days. Until they weren't anymore. Well, yeah, until, <laughs> until, until they had to close it. But That was probably all like the middle-aged people that were actually watching the Vines. Uh, what's the best Vine you guys ever did? That I ever did? Yeah. In real life, I did one, I did like a, like an animation thing where I had like, I did a guy, he, he punched himself in the head and then his head flew off and blood came out. Whoa. Uh, that sounds wow. really cool. Yeah. It was a stick figure, man, and I did an animation of it, like a stop motion thing using Vine's uh, editing, like very rudimentary editing. So there's my real answer. My joke answer is... Uh, I'm Jake Paul, so <laughs> I did a lot of fines. <laughs> Can I be in Team Ten? That's what—that's why I really brought you on. <laughs> Are those the guys that did Worms? That's a—that's a joke. I, I wonder if anyone out there is going to get that. Worms. You remember? Do you remember that talk, game Worms? Oh yeah. Worms? By, yeah, of course. It was made by. It was. It was called Team Seventeen. Was the game <laughs> that, that that video game? Oh man, I really uh, went for it, you guys. Yeah, that's a great joke. Well, I, I would definitely <laughs> love to join the software development team of the company that made Worms. That's also a lifelong dream of mine. So if you can make that happen, I'll see what I can do. I I have had a CD version of Worms Armageddon for about ten years now, or maybe more. Dude, so you, you gotta so put that on so eBay really, or something. You've got hookups then. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, they'd have to appreciate my loyalty and, and I trust my opinion when it comes to their company. <laughs> you know, listening to this episode made me wonder, like, are they still making these crazy reality shows? It seems like that's kind of like a moment that's passed. Well, yeah, yeah that's, that one specifically really seemed like they just like didn't have any more ideas and just started like turning other reality shows into like a different format of a reality show mm-hmm. where and it was what like, if we combine yeah, yeah, yeah. What if it was like a bachelor kind of thing mixed with like a matchmaker kind of thing, like but also really... a like pseudo celebrity thing where we bring <laughs> yeah. in a guy who's kind of was famous like eight years ago, yeah. Yeah, I wonder because it it seems like we're kind of in a like a a big game show moment right now, uh, but maybe that's gonna make way for more reality shows or something. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, you haven't been seeing like it, it seems like it might be a little hard to make this show reality show show today. Although you still have all the classics like of course Survivor and Big Brother and all those, but you're not getting the really crazy ones. I've got an idea for a reality show, and hear me out, okay? okay. I think okay. I think 
So you know cities, right? People like them. There's a lot of cool ones mm-hmm. all over uh-huh. this country and in other countries too. Not just this country, but mostly in this country uh, is where most of the cities are. Um, what if we got some young people in there? I don't know. Let's say 21 to 25 who are real smoking hot, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are into that, right? Smoking hot 21 to 25 oh, year olds. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. Are they, but I'm not related to any of them, right? <laughs> well. I don't know. It might make it more interesting if you were, but you don't huh. know you are. That would be oh, more interesting. Okay, I see where we're going. And then we we get and these people are all strangers, right? And we get uh-huh. them into a house where they uh, can stop being, you know, how people are polite to each other, that people that they don't know, but where they start getting real. I'd like to do that in these cities, Whoa. in different cities. Chanson, mm-hmm. uh, that I like. Chanson, that's you're a doing show a I would joke. watch. You're doing a joke, Chanson. Oh, yeah, Chanson, no, they is already real. did this that. Is for real. There's it's a... called Friends. <laughs> yep. Okay, you're right. You are right. <laughs> the city is like a character in Friends, that's true. It's probably the most authentic New York show you could ever have. They really led with their with their ace. Like, Tim is in the plain white tees. Like, that's yeah, an exciting... Yeah, he's a massive star. Bachelor. It's huge. Except what I did think was weird is they are always talking about how... Like, they only talk about Hey There, Delilah as, like, his big hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they play another song of his, too, but they only played the two. They only play the two, yeah. The, here, yeah. Sold this. millions of records, nominated for two this Grammys. Delilah was number one in 13 countries around the world. Like, like he doesn't have... Like well, I hadn't even fo- heard that song. I, yeah. I mean, I, it's I'm good. a fan. It's a good song. I, liked, good. I downloaded when I heard it it's on the show. It's one of his good ones, Yeah, but... I, or it's like it's like half as good as the ones that I like because he has so many yeah hits and I'm just like you couldn't get the rights to any of these other ones because like there's do you the, think that's what it was it was a rights issue well I don't know because he's participating so I'm just like yeah. do the producers just have bad taste because like what about the um, sit with me angel sit with me angel which is like you know this one yeah it's, it's like, like it's like. Get on this cloud or sit on your butt next to me. <laughs> I just pulled us a big pot of tea and sit with me, angel. That and one. Spend some time. Yeah, yeah, and spend yeah. some time. It's a good song. Yeah, that it. That was a great song. Uh, of course, we all remember that from the Plain White Tees. Plain White Tees are my favorite band that have an unnecessary apostrophe in their name. <laughs> okay. Is it T apostrophe S? Uh-huh. But it shouldn't uh-huh. be. Maybe it's, that it's started never, the trend of it's like It's never bothered me, cool. and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that it's too bad that it, you know that annoys you because, of course, this guy took this as a springboard, and uh, <laughs> plain white tees are everywhere now. People are wearing them, even. I could be wrong, and I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves because we are going to be talking about it in the weeks to come, but I think this is the... Um, dating show where they stopped like, maybe two or three episodes in and you never found I don't out think it was like more than three yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a funny run on the show i thought you were gonna say that they stopped because like he just found he's like no i love this one like i'm gonna marry this girl and then they just were like all right cancel the show guys like he found the one and then like they could just like they just lived happily ever after yeah. they were really about the integrity of the premise they weren't they didn't really care about the money they were <laughs> I think it was at NBC. They were like, oh, no, no, we really wanted him to find love. It's not about <laughs> yeah. selling ad time. No, they were just, yeah, it was all about, like, finding true love. And they were like, we did it, guys. And they just all hugged and went home. Yeah, but although <laughs> the first episode was just about the plain white tees guy, I think, but there were actually two other bachelors as well. So <laughs> were they semi, I forget, were they, like, semi-famous guys also? Or, or was it just the the plain white tees guy i think it was just the plain white tees guy if i don't I mean if i don't see a famous guy go through something i don't believe normal people can do it <laughs> is and so this show really demonstrates that that's why i hate the bachelor i didn't like survivor until they started getting like sports guys on it get celebrities first every time i listen to a reality show show episode because i've listened to them all like so many times before it, it always jumps out at me like they're 
you'll hear a classic bit like that plain white tees thing, the vine thing. And I'm like, these are some of my favorite uh, moments from the show. It's crazy that they're in the show together. Um, but there's an even bigger one coming up. Uh, I've got another clip for you. That's what this that's what this episode is, guys. There is like a connection, like a genuine connection made when they find some kind of common ground. There was, there was one that one. There was that one that moment. I did yes. notice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I have the clip. Of oh, it. great. Yeah, I'll just play it. With all that being said, I just I did have a question for you, Tim, and you need to just level with me here. Like, what are the chances of a girl like you? And a guy like me ending up together. Yes. Are you quoting Dumb and Dumber? Uh, yeah. Like, no. are we talking one in a hundred or like? More like one in a million. Well, you're saying there's a chance. There is a chance. All right. Oh, could you okay. die? All right. You guys are so cute. Could you die? <laughs> I could just <laughs> die. I could just die. That was really nice. Seeing them That was a really like nice that. moment. Yeah, it really was. I didn't hide under the covers uh, when, I, <laughs> when I heard that. When you realized I what she was I just tried to scrub it from, like physically scrub it from my skin. I didn't do that. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't having an experience like that either. <laughs> um, I was just going like, oh, this is sweet. This is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but they especially uh, that they did the whole scene. Yeah, they did that which entire I've scene. I've never heard that no. scene before. That like, so you're saying there's a chance thing? It like was one in a million. You're saying that was what was so I've nice about heard. it that they found this kind of obscure thing that they both had a connection to. Well, what? yeah, so crazy because I'm like. Of all the Fairly Brothers movies, and they've made some really really funny famous movies. Yeah, to. Stuff that people quote all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So for it, it to be that Dumb and Dumber, which was kind of a flop, it was like a forgotten thing. Yeah. I don't even know who was in it. Instead of like a, like a shallow Before Hal. Before they found their voice with like shallow Hal. Yeah. Right. And like that moment where uh, Tony Robbins says, uh, have you ever heard that beauty's in the eye of the beholder? And and uh, Jason Alexander, uh, Mauricio goes, uh, have you ever heard the song Who Let the Dogs Out? Yeah. Heard that? <laughs> like, like, or like, do you? I don't know if you you saw Osmosis, Osmosis Jones, yeah, of right? course, yeah. Um, you remember like Osmosis and Drix like just arrived at the zit. They're all inside this body, and Drix goes, "My, what a big zit he has! How does this happen?" And Osmosis, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing because the lines so funny. so good. Osmosis really goes, funny. "You wash your face with fried chicken. That's how." <laughs> Like if a girl like said something like that to me, if I just caught a girl quoting that, I would be very intrigued. Yeah. So uh, then uh, they do the classic segment where they start uh, quoting different Fairly Brother movies. This is truly one of the best. Yeah, yeah except for Sean is, does Osmosis Jones every time. <laughs> it's so yeah, and he really. Sean really knows Osmosis Jones. He's great got movie. lots of quotes. He was doing all the voices and stuff, though. So yeah, he had the knows? voices down, I think. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen it, so I can't say for sure, but it sounded, I don't know. I'd like to believe that Sean has Osmosis Jones memorized and can just whip it out whenever he needs to for, for a good bit. <laughs> if there was anyone who was going to have Osmosis Jones memorized, I could see it being Sean. Well, I, I have seen Osmosis Jones, and I prefer it when Sean does it. <laughs> <sighs> it's moments like these that, you know, we do this podcast for, you know? It, it yeah. really is. It truly is. It's times like these you learn to love again. Mm -hmm. Who did? What song? <laughs> is that Foo Fighters? I think that's a Plain White Tees song. Oh, yeah. That's it's got to right. be, it's yeah, gotta be that's a Plain White Tees song, yeah. That's why I was thinking of it, yeah. <laughs> I thought, who's that handsome guy that sings? Is it Dave Grohl? Oh, no, it's the Plain White Tees guy. Yeah. His oh. name's Tim. I don't remember his last name, but that's, <laughs> his first name's Tim. Is that what the T stands for? Ooh. Ooh. Is it Good Plain White Tims? <laughs> the apostrophe still wouldn't be necessary, but... <laughs> and it still doesn't bug me. Well, that's good. That's the important part. I know, as long as it doesn't bug you. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Andy? Do you watch uh, reality shows? Not really as much anywhere. Like, I, I feel like reality show show 
with the two shows, not the three, made me really <laughs> watch it. Uh, like I would go, I watched a few episodes of The Bachelor, and I would watch Shark Tank pretty regularly. And I was a big fan of, I don't know if you guys ever watched um, Face Off, but that was a big one for me, where it was people doing like monster effects. I think I told, I think that was, that. actually I think that was the origin of the too scary uh, Hayes and Sean meme that we all love and still think is funny. Oh yeah. Um, because we, I remember like I used to post about it on the forum and like suggest that they should watch it and then they watched it and they said that it That's was too me. scary. That's right. You did do that. Yeah. I totally remember that. Remember? Yeah. When I posted, remember that guy? <laughs> it's taped up to my wall, that post. <laughs> I have all of your posts on my wall. Yeah. I went back and looked at some of them and I, boy, oh boy, I was not funny at all. And I don't know what I was thinking. Like, they're pretty bad. So you said you got into reality shows so really early. Like, uh, did you just see it on the Earwolf website or what got you into it? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think it was a thing where they, when they would launch new shows um, through the Earwolf Presents thing, and I think I was subscribed to that, and I saw it, and I gave it a, even though, I, yeah, I don't know what I, like, what really compelled me, because I never even had, like, watched reality shows regularly, but, like, yeah, I, I listened to it, and the first one, it was super funny, even though... I was stupid and like didn't understand when they were doing jokes sometimes. <laughs> like it they took were me a long stuff, time. Yeah, like they were doing stuff where they were talking about how like they knew people in the on the inside and they started like you know like that sort of thing where they're like, oh yeah, we know like we got the plot like the the games that they're going to be playing on the next episodes of like Master Chef and I was like, oh that's cool that they have this. <laughs> and it was, like, I, I bought it, like fake. Lions, yeah. Well, then other things like. Uh, when bus stop came on i assumed he was full of shit at the time uh i thought he was just a joke i thought that was just a bit but then right the things he said actually ended up coming true so it was like <laughs> where are the jokes on the show it's hard it's to tell sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. because they are fairly sincere at points which is something you we're not used to yeah. uh give from hollywood handbook <laughs> Uh, that's... Are you sure it's called that? Yeah, no, I like say that. that as like for fun. <laughs> okay. like a funny, like how they say stuff different sometimes to be funny. Like that's my version of that. Mm. Mm. It's called the it's called the Showbiz Hollywood Show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I like what you did though. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. I do it like when they get sincere. I do like when they get sincere on this show. Like uh, a- after they talk about this show, they. They end it by saying, "Just it's completely awful," and they actually hate it. And uh, that that always, I don't know, it makes me connect with them, and it's funny. Yeah, I like it. One thing I like a lot, because given as a guy that has occasionally been in the room while they're recording, so oh yeah, wow, all the fans, wow, <laughs> that this is, is an inside un- scoop. humble brag. This is an inside scoop. Hayes is a very like giggly guy and laughs a lot, <laughs> but on Hollywood Handbook, he will move away from the mic and stifle it, and so you only <laughs> usually only will hear like a little snort or something. Um, but he just lets it fly on reality show show, and that's something I really enjoy to hear my hear my good friends in real life uh, giggle. Yeah, he does big laughs on reality show show. Sean Clements was in Seattle last week, and he didn't say anything and didn't say hi to me, so. <laughs> you not, expected again, him to reach out to you no i mean i just as a loyal listener and someone who does a podcast about his podcast i just i don't know yeah i mean we've done so many episodes of the show Hundreds. it seems like the least he could do uh that's just a joke i don't care so he makes this there are all these girls on the island mm-hmm. all they want to do is flirt with these guys yes they're just trying to all the That's time they're just they're trying doing. to and they're flirting with all of them like yes uh i one thing i actually applaud cochran for because in that situation i think i would really be attempted to play along harder where it's just <laughs> this beautiful uh athletic sort of like you know god sitting as we going like god these girls are flirting with all of us yeah. i would just really be tempted to be like yeah yeah they won't 
Oh, it's doing it to you too? Yeah, they won't leave me alone <laughs> either. Is they want to, seems like they want to like have sex, which I'm like, oh, I'm here for the game. All the girls are coming please. up and being like, oh, let me like suck your dick. Suck, suck your dick. Let me right, like right. suck your dick, Cochran. Right, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh no, I'm yeah. trying to do the game. I'm, I want to play. Come on, survivor, Stop. not dick suck. Get. You know, so like, yeah, no, I agree with you, Reynolds. We're in the same boat. We're the same guy. <laughs> but Cock is just like, what? No. <laughs> uh, Cochran uh, came on the show as well. Yeah, uh, I remember him. Was this before or after that? This was before, way before. That's right. Um, okay, yeah. Because there's another episode where he uh, is kind of unkind to a native bushman that comes and helps them at the at the uh, camp. Oh, that's and right. They bring that up to him when he comes on the show. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, yeah, and I believe uh, Cochran also ended up coming on uh, their other show, Hollywood Handbook. That uh, oh yeah, because he, he was a TV anymore. writer. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, he like wasn't that a thing where he just like said on TV like, "Oh, I want to be a TV writer," and then like he got an agent because of that, and then they gave yeah. him shit for it. Yeah, like an executive called Jeff Ropes. And said, "Hey, I've got a show. He could be a writer on it." And uh, so he wrote for I think like We're the Millers was the show. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah. Or am I? I is that, that the name of the movie? Uh, right. No, that was like Meet the Millers. Yeah, I don't know. There were two different Miller things around the same and they time. Happened but, at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, so another great segment to me. I mean. uh Re- I would never have watched Survivor if it weren't for a reality show show, and now I've watched so much Survivor. Yeah, you're a Survivor head now. Yeah. Uh, those, those Cochran seasons that they talked about on reality show show, it's really fun to watch because it's like kind of like you get deja vu, but then also it's like you're getting kind of more behind the scenes of what they saw and they were talking about on reality show show. It's cool. And then there is the interview segment on this episode, and I had no <laughs> notes is, about that. And uh, that one was they, fun just because it was clearly like a guy that was like a PA or a writer's assistant on their show or something, and they like couldn't think of anybody else to ask, so they just like brought <laughs> this guy on and like shit on him the entire time, and it was very fun. I think that was maybe what like gave me the confidence to be on the show. Like when they told me, like I think. Before that, I was like, oh, I never could be on that. Like, I wouldn't be funny. It would be bad. But then I was like, oh, wait, they could just, like, be mean to me and it would be okay. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> have to contribute much. <laughs> yeah, they could just make a big bit out of your appearance. So it's no big <laughs> yeah. deal. Yep. Yeah, I, I liked the Brian Schachter bit. I thought it was really, I thought it was really great. Oh, well, good. But yeah, so this that was this episode. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> well, I mean, if you had anything you wanted to say about it, that'd be fine. I don't know. I, I I didn't come up with any like uh, content or questions to ask about it. I didn't think it was up to the the standards of the rest of the episode. No, that's true. That I, I the interview. That. Yeah, I remember. I mean, I feel like we keep this is like getting extra meta because we keep talking. We're talking. We talk a lot about the forums mm-hmm. for the show that we're making a show about talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that track? Yeah, that, that uh, all adds up. We're talking a lot about the forms, but I remember somebody posted that this episode was too sexual and they didn't like it. Oh, and then right. yes. <laughs> Hayes and Sorry. John just fucking ripped into like gave them shit about it for like a long time. Like really got into it with them. And it was very funny. <laughs> Who was, it was that? something about like Hayes was like horny that episode or something like that. And yeah, it was it was a whole thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I God, that was of, so good. <laughs> that was a great moment in forums history for sure. Um, but I think that is kind of true. Like, it seems like Hayes was talking a lot more about like sex stuff and um, in this episode than he does usually. Yeah, maybe. I wonder what's. I wonder what's the timeline with his current wife. Like, maybe he <laughs> was like falling in love. Yeah. And so he had like he was like. So he had like a hard penis while he was recording. <laughs> I think you did say that, didn't he? Well, I, I could hear it. About that, yeah. You could hear it thumping against the bottom of the table, but 
and it, yeah, it makes a noise. Like it, <laughs> true fans know when they hear it. Yeah. You've been in the room with it, Andy. So you, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. What you don't really, you hear like the, the sort of like aura coming off it, like the, that like hum that it gives. But what okay. you don't know is that it's also like extremely hot. Like you feel the heat coming off of it. Mm. And yeah, it's actually real comforting that when you're in there. You just to like know it's, nice, it's like a nice that warm exists, blanket. It's there. Yeah. yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, so, Jansen, how do we usually end this show? Oh, you know how we end it. Let's all, do, let's all do it together. <laughs> all right. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Andy, like, uh, where can people find you online? Yeah. Oh, um, find me on Twitter. You could probably just search my name online and my Twitter will pop up, but it's, so it's niece, which is hard to spell, K-N-E-I-S. And then A-G-E, it's like Nisage or something. I should not, it's bad and I should change it, but that's what it is. So enjoy. That's mm-hmm. where I, yeah, that's my main online presence. Sometimes I'll post jokes or say hi to my friends. So come say hi to me. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, Chancey, you have to one-up me. I only <laughs> gave it a heck yeah. Always at everything. Oh yeah, we'll check this out. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh. God damn it. <laughs> you can't go. That's the worst word there is. That's the top one. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Anything worse than that, I'm bleeping out when I edit. <laughs> Careful, Chanson. <laughs> I mean, I can think of some things I can say. Okay. I mean, everyone already knows I'm a man. But I, I don't think any of my oh, other yeah, that's right. need to be out there. Okay. That was mainly just because they confused you for Narnold, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's what happened. I hope that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I still don't entirely know. You guys got to get him on the show and get to the bottom of that. I you need to do a doing. forum spinoff show where you just talk about all the fun posts that us and like five other people were doing. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely have to get Narnold on this. For sure. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, talk to you next time on the reality show, show, show. Show, show. We love you. I love you. I have my guitar here this whole time. <laughs> <laughs>